As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. 610-363-1110. It is rapid fire, so we'll continue to move through calls. Uh, let me go to Lynn. Lynn is calling from Texas. Hey, Lynn. Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. How are you? Great. Awesome. It's so um, awesome to speak to you today. And uh, I just want to thank you for what you're doing um, for the preborn. Mm. And uh, we, we have a, uh, our family has a big heart for that type of ministry. That's uh, we're great. sidewalk counselors, and uh, uh, it's just really awesome what you're doing. But um, you. anyway, I wanted to talk to you about we were in a car accident, and um, nobody was, you know, injured too terribly bad, but, um, thank goodness, but we were able to get a settlement out of it and, mm -hmm. uh, gonna be about $60,000. Uh -huh. And, uh, after, uh, the 10% tithing that we take that, mm -hmm. um, I guess our question is, uh, we have a mortgage about $190,000 still owed on it. Cause we've, we've only been in the house. Uh, we have car loans, about 45000 and we're just wondering what we should do with the rest of the money uh, after we tithe. Yeah, I would. So do you have uh, retirement savings at all? Do you, you know, have well, you started that? We are both federal workers, and mm -hmm. my heart goes out to Etta, uh, mm -hmm. your previous caller, uh, yeah. because uh, we are definitely opposed to the vaccines because of what contained in the vaccine, mm -hmm. uh, uh, aborted, aborted fetus um, tissues, or I, I don't know exactly what it's called, but um, yeah. anyway, uh, I'd, uh, if you could pray for all, all everybody that's being mandated to do this, uh, we just need to um, stand yeah. up because, you know, there are few and we the people are many. So we need to, um, you know, just peacefully say no. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. And right. we, we oh, need to be praying for that for sure. And, and people need to stand strong on the, on that cornerstone of Christ. And yeah. So I would, I would tell you this, uh, for right now, uh, until things get settled with what is, what is happening, particularly in your situation, I wouldn't do anything with it. Um, because I think 
it is an addition right now to your emergency savings that um, may may be needed. And I think it would be, I think it would be, um, you know, a, a little bit too less than prudent uh, to try to invest that and do anything with it at this point. I think you'll hold on to that. Let's see what the next couple months brings for for your family, not not for the country. Let's see what um, the next couple of months brings, and and uh, hopefully you'll be in the clear. But maybe you'll have to regroup a little bit and say, you know what? Let's um, you know we're we're going to change careers, or we're going to do this, or we're going to do that, or whatever. So I wouldn't do anything with it. I I would. <clears throat> I would like you not to pay off anything. Um, I wouldn't want you to put, you can always put a little money towards your mortgage principal. That's never a bad idea, but uh, I don't, I don't like paying car loans off. It's not one of my favorite things to pay off. I I'd rather, unless they're burdensome, unless you just can't make the payments and you got to keep your car and you got this money. I mean, that would be a different story. But other than that, I, w- I wouldn't, I would continue uh, if they're high interest, uh, then I would be concerned about that. But, um, I, I wouldn't do I wouldn't make any moves at this point just because of the unsettlement of what might come in the short term. So certainly if you have credit card debt, it's a great time to pay that off. I would use some of that to pay that credit card debt off. Um, but the rest of it, I would probably leave in a money market account, in a savings account at the bank and do very little with. If this all works out to where um, <clears throat> things are fine, either you're you got laid off and you got back to work, or you never had to get laid off and you don't and you feel like the coast is clear, so to speak, on that, then then I think you need to um, invest it. I would probably want you to invest you know, uh, 40% of that or, or 40,000 of that, I probably want to see get into an investment account. Now I don't, I would not have a problem with you taking the money now and putting it over into an investment account, a joint investment account that you might have at a brokerage or set up at a brokerage. And you would go and just, you could do it online, uh, set up a brokerage account and then maybe, um, and then put the money in there, and it'll just sit in a money market account, just like it's sitting in a money market account at the bank. But uh, that you can do that if you want, just to be prepared to start investing. But I wouldn't do anything just yet. Okay. All right, Dan. Thank you so much for your uh, ministry, and uh, mm. just thank you for your prayers, especially. Sure. And I appreciate your uh, work that your family is doing and committed to doing. Um, on those sidewalks, I know it's hard, and and uh, supporting preborn, it's such a wonderful blessing to put some of that action and see the results, you know, and actually see it, and that's that's great. They're doing an amazing work, so thank you for uh, what God has you doing as well. So I wish you all the best, Lynn. Thank you, too. All right, God bless. Bye bye. Let me Bye-bye. let me go to uh, Mark in Virginia. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing, Dan? Thank Good. you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm about to uh, fill out a direct rollover form to open up a uh, Timothy IRA. 
Uh-huh. And um, I want to know. I'm I'm kind of confused here. I'm I'm not sure if I'm supposed to look at their asset allocation models. They have a strategic and a conservative growth, or am I supposed to break it down like I currently have, which is like small cap value, large mid cap value growth, and so on and so forth. Are you sense? going to continue to contribute to it? Yes, yes, I am. I'm, it's gonna we're gonna have that directly taken out of our check, our, our uh, checking account every month. Are you, how, how far are you from retirement, Mark? Well, I'm, uh, let's see, I guess about 10, 11 years. Okay. Um, yeah, I would, I would uh, probably do the growth, uh, the, the um, strategic growth. Um, and, and I wouldn't do anything more than that because it's kind of counterproductive, you know, the, the, um, uh, those two asset allocation models include all of their funds. It is a diversification of the the you know the the good parts of all of their funds. So I don't I don't see it uh, really at this point necessary to do anything else, particularly if you're contributing to it on a on a regular basis. I just tell you just for conversation's sake. Um, my my wife has been contributing to the strategic. Hmm, maybe it's the conservative, but I think it's a strategic fund that she's been doing for years. And um, you know, we she doesn't do anything else. I mean, that's 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 all that um, she does. I can't speak to uh, the performance of it or anything because I never look at it. I have I have no clue. Um, what what it looks like, but she has money coming out every other week, every uh, other week into into that. So, <clears throat> and I think it's good because it covers all the bases. And um, you know, the key to any kind of mutual fund strategy, the real key, if you're going to do a mutual mutual fund strategy or an ETF strategy, uh, it's n- never more important uh, than it is with that kind of strategy to contribute on a regular basis which is what you're doing. And um, it's so, it changes everything. It really impacts the portfolio in a very positive way over the years. You may not see it right away, but you will see it over, uh, over the years. And so it's critically important that you do that. And if you're doing that, it gives me some comfort to say, you know, I wouldn't worry about anything else. I just I would just go with that. The strategic being a little bit more aggressive than the conservative, but yeah, that's what I would do. Okay, cool. That that sounds good. I appreciate All right. that. Thank you. All sir. right. You're yeah, welcome. Thanks, Mark. Glad you yes, called. Sir. Yes, sir. Bye. Yep. All right, 610-363-1110. We're coming up on a break uh, at the end of this hour, and we will be back for another hour here right after this break. So make sure you stay with us. And we will try to get—we do have one line open, so you can uh, cue your call up if or your question online if you go to Facebook, if you're watching on Facebook, or you're watching on our website at financialissues.org. There's a way there that you can— um, put in a question or comment. So you're welcome to do that. And um, we'll, we'll get to those as well. I don't know if we have any time, Seth, to read a couple of those, maybe just some yeah, Dan, definitely. comments. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. 
Uh, a lot of people saying good morning. Matt saying good morning, Dan. I think along with the Spineless Weasels t-shirts, you should also make some good stuff t-shirts. I like that, Matt. <laughs> that, that is that is good stuff. <laughs> uh, Dennis from Facebook saying good morning, Dan, from Oceanside, California, praying you have a blessed day. Mm. Uh, Gary from Stonewall, Mississippi saying good morning. Uh, Dan on Facebook saying uh, he, he's, he's saying good morning. Please be careful. Parentheses. Not really. Tell the truth. I am listening to you through Facebook. So Dan, uh, a little bit worried that he's going to lose us on Facebook, but he wants you to tell the truth more. Oh, stuff. okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And as we're coming to the end of the hour here, Dawn saying preach it, brother. Absolutely. Edgel saying happy Friday, brother Dan. I hope you survive the hurricane on Monday night. Remember to avoid southeastern Texas after Labor Day. Yeah, we're doing we're yeah. doing uh, we did good. Yeah. And and listen folks, remember, don't be concerned about losing financial issues. FISM is the app. You got to have it on your phone. And you know, if if you have the uh, phone app, you won't have to even think about it because you know you'll be able to pick it up and um, get us on there. So make sure you download it. You don't need to use it every day, but download it so it's there if you need it in a hurry. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful day of worship on Sunday. Jesus More said, financial issues right after this. Give it to the poor, take up the cross, follow me. It's not your money I want, I want your heart. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. Welcome back, 610-363-1110. I, I appreciate Patty calling and, and uh, mentioning our Bible study, which is every Friday morning. And you can just go to um, the resource tab on the website, and I'll tell you how to do that. And you can email me if you want to say Bible study, and I'll put you on my reminder list. So when I remember, I send a reminder on Thursday. I need a reminder for me to send the reminder out on Thursday. But um, so I uh, have a reminder list of a couple hundred people or a few hundred people that I that it goes out to. So if you just say, yeah, you know, put me on the reminder list, I'll, I'll put your email on there. Um, <clears throat> but we we sure we just finished up the book of Galatians. Not not one hundred percent sure where we're going yet. Uh, God has laid a couple things on my heart, but um, yeah. Uh, and but I got a. I was just telling Seth I got a great email from a guy who first time ever in a Bible study and first week was this was this week and uh, just said you know was uh, was very encouraging. So um, you know that that's always good. It's about the most unthreatening way you can lead somebody to a Bible study because they're sitting at home. It is early in the morning and they're listening on their phone and, and nobody's looking at them or nobody's asking them questions or they're not, you know, uh, they, they don't have to feel self-conscious about anything as, as people do. My wife often tells the story of her first Bible study and they said something about, uh, something and they were going around the room and she of course was a wreck and she said, look, li she said, listen, I don't know what the difference is between the Old Testament and the New Testament or where either one of them are. So please don't. And so, and now she's for years has uh, led or co-led uh, Bible study, women's Bible study. But 
you know, it is, it's so much easier when you don't have people staring at you, you know, not that anybody's being judgmental because it's probably the most, uh, unjudgmental place you can be, uh, is in the, you know, confines of a Bible study, but nonetheless, you know, you know how we all feel. We lay that on us, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Dan, that's awesome. I'd say to our listeners too, it's also one of the easiest ways to do a Bible study because you don't have to do any of the work. Dan does all the work. He right. reads it. Yeah, right. He explains it. He he right, uh, right. he expounds on the text. So yeah, it's a yeah. great way to study the Bible and 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 to be fed. Yeah, yeah. it is. It really is. And um, it's not meant to replace our church, folks, at all. I mean, I mean, it's important that we have that fellowship with with uh, fellow believers. But it is a church. It is our church. And you'll notice when I open, I open in prayer for our church gathered before the Lord. We may be all in different states. We had four four uh, callers from the UK this this week. Now, what happened was there was a guy from the UK that's a partner that was using it at the open table every afternoon, uh, afternoon there. Uh, I think it's one o'clock in the afternoon. And he uses it as a uh, kind of a seniors men's group. And he uses our Bible study listening. So uh, I suspect this morning, maybe there was some weather or something. They didn't get together and uh, maybe and at least three or four of them called in or maybe they were, I hope they were new, new, uh, new listeners. So that was really cool. And we always have people from uh, Canada and uh, the Philippines. Uh, there's a, we have some steady uh, listeners there. So it's really neat to, to see that happening. Anyway, uh, 610-363-1110, it is rapid fire, so let's move on. Let's go to Etta. Etta's calling us from Virginia. Hi, Etta. Good morning, Dan. Thank Good you morning. For, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I needed your advice on something. I'm actually a federal worker, uh-huh. and you know of the mandate that Biden has put on federal employees. Yes. Um, I actually have 28 years. And I decided I'm not going to get the shot, you know, because of religious mm-hmm. reasons, I will not get the shot. Mm-hmm. Now, the question, and I'm under the fur system, so the question I have for you is that if I'm actually fired, can, will that impact my retirement? I mean, what can they do to my retirement? Thank you very much. Sure. Technically, Edda, they can't do anything with it. Um, that is not, that's, um, that, that's yours, uh, there's nothing they can do uh, about that just because you were fired. Now, if you were fired for um, certain crimes, if you got uh, indicted for um, murder, uh, you know, they could they could there's there's something in there that they could indict you. Um, they they could remove your pensions from you, but pensions are extremely protected. Hey, uh, you know, a good example, I use it all the time, but you know, um, OJ Simpson, you know, he, he lost the civil case on murder. Um, he, he, uh, everybody kind of knew that he probably did it, but the civil case, though it was for, you know, millions and millions of dollars, they found him guilty, but he didn't have any money. But he lives pretty well because you can't touch a pension. And he was getting an NFL pension 
that is untouchable by anybody for any reason. So it can't be taken away. It can't be leaned. It can't be, uh, it can't be, uh, you know, they can lean your checking account maybe for, for when it comes in, but it is, um, you know, it is not, it is not, uh, attachable in any way. So, uh, it's not any different for federal. And if you participate in T- TSP, where you contribute, do they match anything? Yes, do, I, do, yeah. yes I do participate, is, and they do is, match. And is that the bulk of your plan? Your um, it's, actually, it's actually divided into Social Security, the TSP, and then the regular um, retirement. Yeah. But um, so it's it's three. It's, it's okay, it's threefold. It's, right. Right. So the day you resign, you're going to roll your TSP out of there. Um, You're going to put that into another uh, IRA account. So uh, you may do that now. You can go to Fidelity.com or somewhere. You don't need money to open an account. So you can open an account like an IRA account, a traditional IRA account. So um, that your account is already open um, so you can roll in uh, your TSP. So you're going to be able to do that. That, of course, will take it out of uh, their reach totally. The only thing that if they were to do anything would only be on a pension that they participated in, not on the contributions that they gave to match your contributions. That's your money. The, the, day, they, the day they match that, that becomes all yours. So they can't, you can't, they're not going to do anything with that. But if they have a separate pension, you don't know where it is, you don't know how much it is, something that is even, even, uh, you know, that they participate in, I suppose there's a possibility they could do something about that. But right now the statute or the law doesn't say anything about that. So I don't know how that would be possible. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Dan. I wish you all the best, and I appreciate your commitment uh, to your religious values and your freedoms. Um, That's a big step, and uh, I I know you'll be blessed for it. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Dan. All right. God bless. Yeah, good stuff. Um, 610-363-1110. But, man, I'm thinking of Edda. Man, it's got to be scary. No, it's got to be scary. I mean, first, it's disheartening. It's disheartening that you have worked uh, the you know uh, a significant part of your life for the federal government that's kind of turned its back on you. That's disheartening. So it, it it's first is disheartening, then it just gets flat out scary. You know, like man, I I don't want to lose anything. I have a sister in law facing uh, the the she's a healthcare worker and. She's not gotten the shot, and they told her they were going to fire her, and every Friday they're going to fire her, and they don't because they're hoping she quits. And I told Yvonne, I said, please tell her don't quit. Whatever she does, don't quit. Just get fired. If she quits, she's going to lose everything. In other words, she's going to lose any recourse of lawsuit or reinstatement if she quits. She's not going to be able to fight. There's no fight left. She quit. And she can say, yeah, but I quit because it doesn't matter. You quit. And once you quit, you don't have a leg to stand on. So, you know, I, I've asked uh, my uh, Yvonne has written her and said, please, whatever you do, don't quit. You're going to lose. All that. So I hope she doesn't. Uh, she's got to be forced to get fired. 
Um, now, the way healthcare is going right now, I doubt that she's going to get fired because nobody has any workers, because everybody has lost literally thousands of healthcare workers. Um, something like uh, in one hospital, 80% of the nurses refused to get the, the shot. They were supposed to be fired weeks ago and still haven't been. They can't. What are they going to do? They're going to have to shut down if they do that. One hospital has shut down because um, they were fired. Um, so that goes tell you the, who, that nobody wants to go to that hospital if that's the kind of management that's not smart enough to uh, figure that out. So, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, you've, you've got to stand your ground. I'm, I don't want to pretend to be uh, a lawyer, but go to lc.org. And to find out all your rights, even if you're a governor, government worker, they can they can uh, help you. LC.org. And you can slash, I think backslash, I want to say vaccine. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, if you, and it'll give you lots of other information, you can find out an awful lot, but you want to stay in contact with um, LC.org. Uh, to see they are in up to their eyeballs. They're working as fast and as hard as they can for thousands of people, including government workers. So um, make sure that is an important resource uh, uh, tab. LC is in Liberty Council. LC.org. That's it. That's the website. Um, so stay in touch with them. We'll be back right after this. folks. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Seth Udinsky. I'm the audio producer here. Dan is away from his desk for just a minute. So while we're waiting for him to get back, enjoy these stewardship moments of financial issues. Here's Dan Celia with today's stewardship moment. Listen to 1 Corinthians 1031. 
So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it Welcome all back, for the glory issues. of I'm Dan God. Celia. Sorry about that. We had a little uh, delay there. All right, 610-363-1110. We're going to get back to phones. 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. Let's go back to phones. It is Friday. It is Friday the 17th, and we are doing Rapid Fire Friday. Let me go to... Uh, Hmm. I'm going to go to David in Texas. Hey, David. Hey, good morning, Dan. <clears throat> good morning. Hey, I want to thank you for everything you do. And um, I'm really stoked about the programs with the water wells that you guys have been doing over there overseas. And it's just amazing. We do it here on a local level with construction for customers, and we know what goes into it. And it's pretty neat. But I had another question about uh, – she, did she tell you about the stock we were – I was – Asking um, about. Yeah, I don't know if that's a symbol. Um, it just, they just opened their IPO on Wednesday. Uh, oh, okay. I know what it is. Yep. All right. <clears throat> yeah. And I just didn't know. I didn't know kind of. The, I, I knew where they came from. I know their track record. I found them several years ago when I was visiting over in Oregon. And, I mean, they seem like a really solid company, but I, I just don't have any idea. Yeah, so once what happens is if it's not a company that I have followed from a private sector, which I haven't on this company, um, then I'm, I'm kind of stuck in that I've got to wait until all the SEC information is released and uh, we begin getting information on it. So I won't make any decisions on a company like this, whether it would make my list, until I have opportunities to go through their quarterly returns. And, um, you know, all the financials that the SEC requires. So I will get some preliminary information directly from uh, the SEC because I have an organization that we pay uh, subscription service to to supply us with that information. Uh, that won't come out until probably, uh, let's see, well, we might have it by the end of this month, but probably not until the end of next month. So that gives me a preliminary look and a place to get started. So, yeah, I can't really, um, I can't really comment on what my view is on on the company yet. But um, you know, know what they do and uh, know know about them. <clears throat> okay, all righty. Well, I guess I'll just uh, maybe maybe here in the future try back again and you get some more insight, or maybe it'll come up on your on your radar. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely come up. It's um, so we'll you know we'll get a look. We'll get definitely get a look at it for sure. All right. Well, thank you. You guys, y'all have a wonderful weekend and God bless. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. All right. Let me go to um, Adam. Adams in North uh, Maryland. I'm sorry. Hey, Adam. Hey. Good morning. Uh, my question for you is: I'm doing some estate planning. And I'm trying to understand the HSA accounts and how, you know, when I'm called home, does that money reclassify or is it still limited to health care expenses? <clears throat> yeah, it's treated, it's kind of treated like an IRA account. So it's going to be, I don't want to say reclassified in as far as rules and regulations go. Uh, there's nothing really new about it. But so, so an HSA account is an IRA account for all practical purposes. It's an IRA account, though, that allows you to use it um, prior to 59 and a half or any other time 
to use that. And if you use it for uh, your medical expenses, then it is not considered a distribution, so it's tax-free. And that's always the way it's been. Upon inheritance of a large HSA account, it's treated like an inherited IRA. Ah, okay. That's helpful to know. Thank you. Yep. Good. Glad that helped. Thanks, David. Yep. Yep. Um, let me go to uh, Tim in Mississippi. Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I've been I'm, I've been a partner for about four years, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to retire in at the end of February, and I'm, I was thinking about changing my portfolio over to the income. But I, I don't know if, that, if this is now a good time to do it or not. I think it's a good time to do it, uh, Tim. I, I wouldn't be in a hurry to do it, but I would begin the process of um, starting to not only uh, invest in some high dividend kinds of things, some of the utilities and stuff that we have, and start uh, building that portfolio, I also start taking the income. So in other words, you know, set it up so that it is getting paid out uh, unless you want it to stay in the IRA account and be paid into a money market account. It'll do that automatically. But um, so I would start, I wouldn't be in a hurry. So I would say, oh, but over the next, um, you know, eight to 10 months, I think you ought to be in a place where most of it is producing income. So uh, I think it'll take some time anyway to fulfill the, the asset allocation model just because we're a little bit limited right now as to what we feel worthy of getting on the buy list or what is paying, you know, good, good dividends, solid dividends. All right. What, what about the ETFs? Yeah, so the ETFs are okay, but they're, they're really uh, not great for income. Uh, TPHD is because that pays a consistent dividend, and that's designed to pay a dividend. But the dividend is, is – it definitely should be a part of your overall portfolio, but it shouldn't be – uh, the only thing you're depending on because the dividend is probably going to end up being somewhere in the neighborhood of of uh, right now anyway. It'll change, obviously. But I think they're sitting at about 2.5% uh, uh, annually right now. So certainly it is better than a CD, but maybe not as good as 4.5%. You might get from a, um, you know, from a from a good utility stock or something like that. So, um, okay, yeah, it, I mean, it, it can be a part of it. the other. Um, the other ones aren't paying uh, a dividend. Yeah, that TPHD, the the uh, yield right now is around two point zero six, so just over two percent. So there are other things that are, are going to pay, you know, if you're an income investor, you know, more than that. Okay. Well, I, I believe I could do that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Thank you, Dan. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Thanks. All right. Bye. All right. I appreciate it, Tim. 610-363-1110. Let me go to uh, Sam in Oklahoma. Hey, Sam. Hi. How are you? Good, Sam. Hey, I got a question. I'm 35 years old, and I'm a truck driver, and my company pays 10%. They'll match 10% of my uh, 401k, and I wanted my plans to retire early, like not, not wait till I'm in my 60s. Like uh-huh. work twenty years be done. So should I pay ten percent in there or more if that's my goal? No, if that's your goal, I would try to get as much over ten percent as as you can put in. But um, yeah, I mean, it's if if you if you want to get out, let's say um, in you know twenty twenty five years. I think that, you know, the more you put in there, that's going to be the key. And and the consistency, you know, to be doing it every payday, to be putting money in there. Uh, and, and then when, if you move companies, you don't miss anything. You don't miss a beat that, that you continue to move it over to the new company, continue to contribute the same amount. You know, try not, try to have as few breaks in that, or as few disruptions in your contributions as you possibly can. That's going to be critically important. But look, I mean, I think technically if you put 10% in um, of your income, you're probably going to be okay because you're getting 20%. So that's 20% of your income. And that should be uh, theoretically or mathematically enough in 20, 25 years for you to have a pretty, pretty nice nest egg. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I appreciate it. Let me go to uh, Patty in Indiana. Hi, Patty. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. I thank you uh, for adding the Bible study to the financial and economic teaching you give us on the daily broadcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, you're uh, welcome. This, this morning, it, it helped me to bring together some scriptures concerning circumcision and the marks that we bear on our bodies. 
and the um, the acronym LIO really tied together the marks that we bear on our body with the level of suffering we've experienced or are willing mm-hmm. to experience or are going to experience for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. So I'm, Thank I'm you. Still chewing Patty. on all of it, but <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot there. But yep. it's clear that I don't I don't always carry my cross to the degree, to the degree that the Apostle Paul or our Lord did. That is for sure. None of us do that. I don't think. We yeah. sure would like to, though. That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I was one. Oh, and for the listeners that didn't get in on the Bible study, LIO is live it out. Live it out. Yes, live it out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was wondering about the effect on utilities if we experience a downturn in in the fourth quarter. So UTs overall seem to be um, up right now. Um, is that because people are already turning to safety, or is this, um, you know, like I'm the reason I'm asking is because I'm underweighted in utilities by about five percent. Should I fill up my application now or wait, even if it means dollar cost averaging up? Yeah, I would dollar cost average up. I would fill it up. Uh, Yeah, it is, Patty. It started about six months ago, that flight to safety into some of the utilities. I I guess six months, maybe longer than that. It was about November, uh, um, end of November last year. And I think that's going to continue to happen. So, yeah, I mean, I I would get your position in that, particularly if someday you're going to be income. Looking for income. We in America should be grateful to God for the blessings he's given us. Don't let anyone tell you that America's best days are behind her. We have got to fight for this nation because I believe with all my heart this nation is in fact one nation under God. Welcome back, 610-363-1110, 610-363-1110, if you want to cue your call up, it's Rapid Fire Friday. Before we get back to phone calls, though, we have a news brief, uh, FISM.TV, FISM.TV slash news, or click on the news tab if you want to see all the news, and there is a lot of news out there. If you want to get truth and some understanding about the truth, uh, that is the only place that you need to go, and you can uh, get all that. And uh, next week, I think, will be... Um, next week or the week after will be every night, every evening, seven o'clock. You'll be able to watch the evening news like you did in the old days. Uh, So starting, starting Monday, you'll be able to do it. So very, very exciting. So at seven o'clock, FISM.TV. All you got to do is go there, watch the news. Uh, If you have um, FISM.TV app on your on your uh, TV at Roku or Amazon or one of those, you can, um, just go to our channel and watch the news every night at 7 o'clock for a half hour and get an update on what's happening. Here comes uh, Sam Case. Sam, what do you got? Hey there, Dan. Yeah, we're very excited to uh, start going to five days a week. We've been working hard to, uh, to prepare ourselves to start doing that every day so we can bring you news from a conservative Christian perspective reliably uh, every night. And we're very excited about it. I hope that uh, you and our audience are as well. Uh, So as you mentioned 
earlier, Dan, uh, there, the situation at the border is just growing worse and worse in Texas. I want to look at a little bit of the numbers of what's going on, specifically in uh, Del Rio, where we have 10,000 migrants packed under a bridge. You said that Fox News are not allowed to fly their drones over anymore because they don't want to uh, they don't want to see the situation that's going on because it truly is um, uh, upsetting and uh, just disgraceful for the Biden administration. Uh, Del Rio, their mayor said that this number had increased by two. 2,000 people in less than 24 hours as their border agents are just doing their best to both provide uh, humanitarian assistance and transport people to holding facilities so they're not just living under a bridge. Um, and just to give you a little bit of context of why this is happening, the latest border numbers we have are from August, and they showed that over 195,000 individuals were arrested trying to illegally enter the country uh, for 2021. That's a 300% increase from August of 2020. So that just goes to show uh, how Biden's posture on the border is is affecting the situation. Uh, now, they're the ones on. that are being stopped? Th that's, they were the ones arrested. So, arrested. so that's just the people arrested. It, you know, okay. it's, it, it's probably even more difficult to know how many people have gotten through. I imagine it's, it's much bigger than that. Yeah, because I'm one sure. of the tactics that they'll do is just try to send a bunch of people at the border at the same time right, uh, at different right. places so that while border patrols are focused in one area, you have a group of people crossing in yeah. another area. Uh, Texas Greg, uh, Governor Greg Abbott has closed six entry points at the border to halt the surge. He, he said that the Biden administration actually asked him to do this, but then they changed their mind and said that they're going to try a, a different technique, which is just let people through. Is So it seems um, Greg Abbott says he's going to keep doing what he's doing and secure the border. Um, I, I, I really think, you know, Dan, we've gotten in a um, uh, a hurry and, and a flurry about the vaccine mandate. Uh, but I really think it's been a distraction from these types of issues that Biden has been creating, like the border crisis and Afghanistan as well. Uh, for example, uh, several weeks back, the U.S. launched drone strikes in retaliation to the suicide attack at the Kabul airport. And the Biden administration said the first strike took out two high-profile ISIS-K agents, although they've not told us their names, so that's a little suspicious. However, a follow-up strike occurred two days later, which allegedly killed a man working for a U.S. aid group, along with nine members of his family. Uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken was asked by Senator Rand Paul about this to confirm if we you know, murdered an innocent family. Blinken just said, I don't know. So you might, and Rand Paul said, you know, you think you'd want to know before you <laughs> off someone with a drone, whether they're a terrorist or they're a U.S aid worker and, and a family. Uh, earlier this week, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby was also asked about this strike. Uh, likewise, he said he's not going to provide any information ahead of a CENTCOM investigation, but said the Pentagon would be transparent as possible, which probably means not that transparent. Um, right. So like I, like I said, Afghanistan, the border, uh, I really think this vaccine mandate has um, cr created a, a political firestorm, but it's, it's more or less a, a distraction from these types of issues. Um, mm. here, here, here's a name we've not heard in a while. Hillary Clinton. Well, her campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, was indicted <laughs> yesterday for lying to the FBI. In a 2016 meeting uh, with the FBI, Sussman revealed evidence, or what he said was evidence, that showed ties between Trump and Russia, but nothing really came of these claims. Uh, at the time, he said he wasn't working for anyone in particular, but that turns out not to be true. He was really working for presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, uh, and this will be the second charge coming from the uh, special investigator John Durham 
his other investigation, his other uh, charge came from an FBI lawyer who doctored emails uh, to get dirt on Trump. So uh, a couple things coming out there as well. And I'm sure as that Durham report continues to go, it's been going a little slowly, uh, there will be more charges that go along. Um, but it is heartening to know that at least it's, it's still going on. The Biden administration hasn't just killed it completely. Whether or not it really goes anywhere is remain to be seen. Yeah, I mean, something better go somewhere because people are getting so fed up with all this. And, you know, so Hillary Clinton lied before the FBI, front of the FBI, lied under oath, had a server with top secret information on it that she said they didn't have anything on it. I mean, on and on it goes. And, you know, I think I think the American people are just done with no accountability. All right, here comes Craig Hagar with our This is report. Craig Haugard we'll with your back. financial issues egg update for September 17th. The corn market closed lower yesterday in the lack of fresh news and poor weekly export sales. The weekly export sales report came in at 9.7 million bushels, which was the lowest weekly number that we've seen since July. Export shipments continue to be slow as the Gulf facilities try and recover from Hurricane Ida. In China, corn futures prices at the Dalian Exchange have fallen to their lowest price level seen yet this year. All of this combined to pressure corn lower with the December futures closing down four cents as they settle at 529 and a half per bushel. The soybean market moved slightly higher yesterday on two-sided trade in a very quiet trading session. Weekly export sales came in at 46.5 million bushels. That was towards the top end of trade estimates. We also had another sales announcement yesterday, this time to China, for a total of 4.85 million bushels. The funds were buyers of roughly 1,000 contracts during the session. That was enough to uh, push November futures to a little higher close. They finished one and one quarter cent higher, closing at $12.96 per bushel. Wheat was higher in two-sided trade, with Kansas City leading the charge higher. Kansas City December futures have now rallied back 52 cents per bushel from the low that they set on Monday. The higher price action was propelled by weekly export sales numbers of 22.7 million bushels. That's the highest weekly number that we've seen thus far in the marketing year. Internationally, Russia's wheat harvest has reached the 71% complete mark, and yields continue to run lower than last year's numbers. At the close, Minneapolis December futures were two and three quarter cents higher, closing at 9.07 and a half. Kansas City was four and a half cents higher as they settled at 7.20 and a half. And Chicago futures were three fourths of a cent higher, ending the day at $7.13 per bushel. Cotton sunk back towards the lower end of the recent trading range. At the finish yesterday, we had the December futures 86 points lower, closing at 92.51. Livestock futures were mixed for the session. At the close, October live cattle were down 57 and a half cents as they closed at 123.60. October feeder cattle were 60 cents higher, settling at 157.10. And October lean hog futures had a great day. They were up $3.20 as they closed at $85.47 and a half cents per hundred. Class 3 milk futures traded in a very tight trading range, and at the close, we had the October futures unchanged as they settled once again at 17.15. Meat cutout values were mixed. We had choice box beef ending the day down $1.82, closing at $318 even. Select boxes were $3.62 lower as they settled at $280.27. Pork carcass cutout values were slightly higher. They closed up $0.27 for the day as they settled at $105.97 per hundred This has been Craig Haugard with your Financial Issues Ag Update. We'll be right back with more financial issues after this.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors. Welcome back, 610-363-1110-610-363-1110. If you want to cue your call up, now's a good time to do it. 610-363-1110. All right, um, we'll get back to phones. Let me go to uh, Joe, Joe in Indiana. Hey, Joe. Hey, Dan, thank you again for taking my call. I spoke to you yesterday, and I had a comment that I wanted to make and ran out of time. That's okay. Anyway, um, I have an idea for election integrity that uh, I'm surprised that no one has thought of, and that is the next time I vote, I want a receipt for who I voted for. If everyone demanded a receipt, for who they voted for, and I know that won't happen in this next election, but right. if we start demanding a receipt for who we voted for, it becomes proof and would strengthen election integrity and would actually could be litigated in the future. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think that's great, and that has been talked about um, a, a, it, w because of the strength in auditing there would be a receipt uh, audit and they could actually audit those receipts. People that don't have a receipt, obviously their vote wouldn't be counted if they threw it away or they tried to. So that would be uh, one, one way to go. And as a matter of fact, there was a bill um, on the, uh, a counter bill to mail-in voting that uh, included along with voter ID uh, proof of voting a, a receipt. So sometimes we get a receipt, uh, uh, you tear off the bottom of what you put into the machine, but it doesn't tell you who you voted for and it's not evidence or it's not proof. So yeah, that has been talked about along with a number of other things. 
And you know what? There's some great ways, and it's a great point, Joe, and it is a way to protect uh, integrity of a voting system. But I think, frankly, um, one of the things, there's been a number of uh, other reasons, other things, too, that would work. Just very simply, mail-in ballots. Just, you know, I mean, not mail-in, paper ballots. We have to go back in time away from electronics into mail-in ballots ballots and and, uh, where you get one ballot and you vote, but it has to come up, be alongside a vote ID and proof and all those kinds of things. So great idea. But the problem with all of these great ideas, there's got to be a will to do them. And we lack that totally. There is no will. We've got uh, no will from Republicans, no will from Democrats. So it's not going to happen. There is a remnant. There is a group. There is a small group that might be willing to fight for that. But even the small group gets discouraged when they know they need a majority and they're not even near it, a majority. So um, the, there's only one thing that really can fix elections at this point, and that is the people taking it away from government. I don't, you know, we, we have the right when the, when the, you know, uh, government is not following the will of the governed. We, it is our duty as Americans to change the government. And we have got to be in a place where we are going to take charge because it's our constitutional right to do so. When they stopped, when the elected officials stop invoking the will of the elected, of the, uh, of the people, then they need to go. And, you know, it's very clear uh, that we have those rights that the Constitution has given us, and they all know that we're never going to exercise that right. So the only way it really works is take it away from a corrupt cesspool of Washington and politicians. We need to stop believing and make sure that we all know that if we think Republicans are looking out for us, we live in the twilight zone because they have no more backbone than anybody else does. And they're not going to stand up for us. They whined and moaned about Obama for eight years and didn't do one single thing, nothing at all. And we're in the same situation now. And the only way it changes is by the people because it has to be for the people. And it isn't, we have to change it. But great idea. I agree a hundred percent, but the idea it's gone out on, it's gone out on national radio now, and everybody demand you want a receipt for your vote. You won't get it, but start the conversation. Let's let's get this going. Amen. Yep. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it, folks. It is it is very frustrating. You know, I've been to conferences around the country, and I've talked to groups of people. Everybody talks about what is happening. We hear it from Republicans all the time. Everybody he talks about what is happening. I heard it this morning driving here. I, I was listening to Fox Business. I don't listen to Fox News. I was listening to Fox Business, and I only watch 
uh, or listen to Fox Business in the morning for Maria Bartiromo, but uh, was was listening. And it's the same thing, politician after politician. The uh, Republican politician after Republican politician. They all want to restate what we all know. Save yourself a lot of time. Don't restate the problem. We all know what it is. We have a pretty good grasp of what is going on. Only talk about the solution. If you want to go on national television and tell somebody this is what we are doing. It starts Monday. We're filing it. We're going to follow up on it. We ask the American people to follow up on it. We are going to make sure it gets done. When it gets done, we'll, we'll continue on. If it doesn't get done, we will file a lawsuit uh, based on the Constitution of the United States to get it heard and make it happen. We're going to do whatever it is we've got to do. And here's what we believe we got to do. Don't come on the air. You're wasting everybody's time. Fox Business, Fox News, any other news, wasting time. We hear over and over. Everybody gets on the air and they rehash the same thing. We know about it. We know what the problem is. We can articulate it as good as any senator or congressman can articulate it. What's the solution? What do you got for us? You could, well, we can't tell the people to talk. Why not? The founders did. They wrote it in there. We're allowed to speak up. We better start raising money for buses in our community so that we can all head to Washington one day and fill the entire city with people. It's sad. Look at our military. The top military official in the country, General Milley. Milley. A traitor. Treasonous. Spent his whole life in the military. Thinks he can lead because he's spent his whole life doing what he was told to do. So he thinks he can lead. He's committed treason on the United States of America. And here's who the leader of the military is. Not only did he commit treason by calling President Xi and saying, don't worry about it. We'll take, I'll call you personally if it looks like we're going to do anything to hurt China. Not only did he jump command, he committed treason to the communist regime, our enemy. He committed treason. Now, wait a minute. That's not the problem. So we can know that he is either unpatriotic enough or dumb enough to do that. He is okay being a a traitor to America. We know that. But he was dumb enough to write about it in his own book. That's who's leading us. Somebody that committed a treason act and was dumb enough to write about it in his book. Are you kidding me? This, this is who's lead. If you're in the military, that's your leader. That's your leader. Think about it. 
just on the grounds of stupidity, he ought to be out of there. I mean, just forget. I mean, we, hey, sorry, General, we can't have our armed forces being led by somebody that doesn't have the common sense of, a, of anything to be able to lead our people. We, we can't have that. It's great that you follow orders so well, but you don't either care a lick or know anything about giving them. So you need to just step aside. And we, and we want to, I mean, look, think about rising up as a people to save America. Think about who we got to rise up against. It should be a cakewalk. Because the only thing they care about is keeping their job. They don't care about America. They don't care about the people. Do you really think that your representative is representing you? Even though he works for you and you put him, you gave him his job? They don't care. If they cared, we wouldn't be in this spot. 610-363-1110. Rapid Fire Friday. We'll get right back. Right after this, 610-363-1110. I know, I'm being too blunt to Philadelphia-like. I need to stop. The emails are coming. I can feel them coming. We'll be back right after this. We will never compromise our principles and standards. We will never give away our freedom. We will never abandon our belief in God. Thank you for joining us. This has been an FISM production. Welcome back, 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. Folks, we need to be fighting and we need to be in the fight. We need to be in the fight for our freedoms, our religious liberties. I hope, folks, that thousands and thousands and thousands of you are receiving the emails that come through during the day of Liberty Council. I have to say, there's a lot of emails I get all the time from people that are, you know, wanting different things. The same email, you get it over and over again every day, every week. Uh, I actually look forward to Liberty Council's emails, and I hope you do. I hope you see the incredible work they're doing, but more importantly, I hope that you are supporting it because they are running 24-7 full steam ahead, trying to help as many people as they possibly can, and we need to support that. This is for our liberties. This is for America. There's no greater place uh, to be supporting America than through Liberty Council, and I'll tell you something up else. We are making great strides with preborn. The What they are doing around the country is nothing short of amazing. They are growing to the, to the uh, I believe, I believe in the next three or four years, they're going to be the largest, the largest um, pro-life uh, organization that is actually uh, saving the lives of babies in the country. And I hope that we are pay, playing a small part on that. But look, folks, stop clinging to what is going to turn to dust and start using it for the kingdom of Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God by supporting ministries like Preborn, 
We've got to do it. And India Partners, saving thousands of people from death of hunger. Things are getting a little better, a little better in India. But there are thousands of people starving to death and children that can't eat. Children that are going to be more susceptible to being sold into, into uh, um, red, light, red light districts so that the rest of the can eat. We need to be supporting those ministries. I'm the platform that is trying to help gain support for the unborn, support for the starving, the widows, the orphans, the support with, for the country, faith, family, in America. And unfortunately, we need support too. This is the end of our year this month. And I would covet your prayers for the ministry. I pray that you would continue to uh, ask God's blessing upon us. And I would ask that you would be obedient. If God is nudging you to give to our ministry or any of those others, I hope you will do it. Uh, We need another good, strong year uh, in the work that God is putting before us. And unfortunately, we don't have to like it. This goes for Liberty Council, India Partners, Preborn for us. It goes for all of us. We can't do it without money. I mean, I, I, you know, people don't like to come out and say it. It's just the truth of the matter. It's just where we live. It's, it's what we, uh, it is the life's blood that God uses to keep all of us healthy and strong and doing the work. And guess what? The money will stop when we start walking in the disobedience of God. But we ask you, as I ask God every day, that he would nudge people, that he would raise up one more, one more person that might come alongside us financially. And if you're feeling that nudge or that, that notion to support us for any amount, doesn't matter how much, any amount, I hope you will look at that as a nudge from God because it's your obedience to the nudge that is going to make the difference. And, and I hope that you will find it in your heart to be obedient. I also want to remind you, if you have a lot of capital gains, I'm reminded by this because we just got a, a generous donation of stock from, from an individual. And uh, we're so grateful for that. I didn't even know it till this morning um, when I said, well, that's a good thing. Something's wrong with uh, our corporate account, the ministry's account. But um, and it was up and I took a look and saw the stock. We don't hold stock in our portfolio for the ministry. We sell everything that is contributed to us right away. Uh, but uh, it's a great way to avoid capital gains tax and any other tax and get 100% charitable contribution to the, from the ministry for that uh, contribution. So you get a charitable contribution. It's 100% charitable contribution, and you didn't have to pay any capital gains tax on that gain. So you took the gain and used it directly for the purpose of God. I guarantee you that some way... Somehow, sometime, that money is probably going to come back to you tenfold over the year. You can't outgive God. You can try if you want, and we hope that we can be a uh, recipient of you trying, but it's not going to happen. 
can't do it. I've never seen it done uh, to anybody joyfully giving to the work of God. All right, 610-363-1110, if you want to cue your call up. Let me go to Juliet. Juliet calling us from Arkansas. Hey, Juliet. Good morning. God bless. Thank uh, you. I wanted to ask you if um, it is a wise idea to put our uh, assets into a trust fund, family uh, trust. Why, why would you, uh, for what reason are you thinking about doing that? Do is it for for taxes or what what do you think you're going to I'm just wondering what's making you think that and I can give you a better answer to make sure that you're going to accomplish that Hey do you Dan, know? This is Juliet's husband Yes um, We're looking at that for uh you know further down the road not not necessarily tax issues but more uh family issues Mhm Okay. Um, that's really all I need to know. So here's the deal for family kinds of issues. So um, I can, without hearing your reason, I can give examples that will, will give an idea to people. So let's say you have a uh, particular member of your family, a child that you're going to leave something to. This child has proven to be, this adult child now, has proven to be um, irresponsible. Maybe they have drug addictions. Maybe they even have physical issues or whatever it might be. And you're concerned with how they might manage what is left. Or you're concerned about being able to um, help them manage properly by giving direction in a trust that will say, under these things, these conditions, this is how you're going to receive the money. The money is going to be received to you by such and such, through such and such, or whatever. So whenever there's a situation like that, in, in even if it's minor, it's always um, it can always be uh, beneficial to have a trust. Now, of course, this, this means that the trust has to be established properly, but it's the best way to do it. You can't really do some, uh, take care of some family issues, um, like you might have through a will. It becomes very difficult to do that. And it's much better to do it through a trust with, uh, the trustees of the trust, uh, being, being, uh, um, uh, part of that trust uh, will have the, not not necessarily the authority, but have the mandate to uh, follow the trust to the letter of whatever it is you want it to do. So from that perspective, it's a good thing. The other thing I would just say to you, remember, that a trust doesn't work um, unless you have all of your assets in the name of the trust. Um, I owned a trust company for years, and I, uh, I've argued and been a part of court cases for contesting trust. But I will tell you that if all the assets, which is the common mistake that people make, aren't in the trust, it becomes very difficult to defend that as something that is a part of the trust. Uh, 
So you've got to be very careful that I have seen third generation farmers put their farm in, in a, um, does uh, open up a family trust, but their farm, the deed of the farm never gets put in to the trust or they don't have the, their children or whoever they're leaving that to as trustees of the trust. And so little things that have to get done, have to get done for the trust to work properly, but either we put it off making that happen. So a lawyer can draw up a very good trust, but a lot of times a lawyer, which is probably best, so you don't have to pay the fees, the lawyer is giving you instructions and dependent upon you to uh, really make the trust work by making sure your checking account, your savings account, your mutual fund accounts, your land, your house, your property, everything with the exception of your IRAs, because they can't be put in trust, are put into the trust. So I think it's a good idea. It can be expensive, but it helps settle the estate very quickly as well. Okay. That's the thing we're looking at, keeping on a probate court. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, well, you yeah, you won't, you won't have to worry about uh, any kind of probate. Yep. Very good. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate the call. All right, folks. We'll be back right after this. 610-363-1110. 610-363-1110. We'll be back right after this. Six ten three six three eleven ten. It's Rapid Fire Friday, Friday the 17th of September. Friday the 17th of December. We're here live. We are going to take your calls. Uh, it is Rapid Fire Friday. You know the deal on Rapid Fire Friday. Um, try to keep your questions pithy, right to the point, 
comments the same. We'll try to answer and we'll move on. So you can do that also on Facebook. You can put your questions up. Also, are we still on Facebook? If we're still on Facebook, I think we are. Um, I haven't said uh, anything like uh, words uh, that would take us off. Uh, horrible words like, let me think of one, ivermectin. Terrible word. You say ivermectin too many times, you're off. If you say anything like hydroxychloroquine, that's it, you're done. So we're not going to say any of those horrible cuss words to get us thrown off of uh, Facebook. Um or Trump, Trump really won the election. Yes, thank you, Seth. <laughs> yep. um, you know, those kinds of things. We don't want to say those things. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out how we're still on Facebook, by the way. Do, do, are we still booted off of YouTube? Uh, Dan, I think I think we're actually back on YouTube. This is a double miracle. I don't know how we're on. This is like... All right, uh, I'll fix that today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's see what I can do. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. All right, so um, it is, it, it is uh, amazing... The silence now, Fox News, the uh, Biden administration has probably Kamala Harris. She's in charge of the border, right? Doing a wonderful job. And she is in charge of border. So, of course, um, she went to the FAA and said, hey, look, you can't let Fox News fly drones over this these areas because they're showing on television. So, of course, that stopped quickly um, yesterday. And I don't know if you saw any of the drone shots. They were horrifying. 11,000 migrants are living under a bridge right now um, in a highway uh, in Texas. So uh, the south, uh, just just barely across the border. Uh, It is horrifying. Apparently, uh, the Haitians are the greatest uh, pouring over. You know, they got the word back to home is, hey, it's open, man. Come on in. Uh, Kamala Harris, she's on top of it, I'm sure. She's probably down there. I think she. By the way, are they going down to mass vaccinate all these people before they get across the board? Or the vaccine only applies to legal Americans. Maybe that's it. Because I don't think illegal Aliens. I don't think illegal uh, immigrants. I don't think they they can get COVID. I think, or I don't think they can carry it. I'm I'm thinking that's that's the way it goes because they don't. You know, there's there's no um, there's no sense of hurrying up to uh, vaccinate. Uh, give them the vaccination that's not a vaccination, but the shot to to them. They're, they're in the clear. So if you really don't want to get the shot, I guess we ought to go across the border and we can pretend like we're illegal coming back and then we can go to our homes from there. I, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's really ridiculous. Uh, it's such a, all of this is such a joke. But more importantly, here we go again. I mean, so we're going to have a president that is boasting over uh, 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 an economy that is faltering at best and has no way else to go. We have now lived over, let me see, May, June, July, August, September. We are almost six months living in temporary inflation over 5%. That's according to the government number. My number is about 10.8%. Back early on, it was 10.2%. 
But, you know, it is it's, it's you know, the the uh, inflation numbers about five point three. We continue to see uh, consumer and producer price indexes going up. We continue to import inflation. Uh, import prices continue to go up. So inflation is everywhere and it's not transitory. Uh, wages are going up and they're going to have to go up a lot higher because um, people aren't going to work. We had um, first-time unemployment claims came in higher this week than they did last week. How is that possible? Because the only thing people are going to be able to depend upon is state unemployment. They're not going to be able to depend on the bump they're getting from the federal government. So are companies not hiring? That is the question. Well, wait a minute. There's 10.7 million job openings, but I guess they're not hiring. They just have the job openings, but they're not hiring. That's what it would appear to be like. So we continue to see unemployment claims jump as the unemployment rate is going down. We are going to start to see more and more discouraged workers. And we're getting uh, dangerously close to the American people that are dependent upon government assistance being the majority of people. Remember, before Biden was elected, we weren't that far away. We were sitting around 47, 48 percent of the American people dependent upon governments for some some source of help pretty scary number. Have they already made up the 3%? It sure seems like it, but they're working really hard at doing that. Once that happens, the economy will never develop. The uh, government is going to have to step in. The government's going to have to, they're going to have no choice. They're going to have to step in and start taking over companies and demanding and ordering various uh, manufacturing to be done. We have the government that has ordered companies to order their uh, employees to get vaccinated or get a new job. They are ordering to demand that all their employees be vaccinated. So this is an a uh, overreach that we've never seen in America, where the government would order private sector companies to do something. But that's not the problem. The problem is in this inept government ordering private companies to do anything. That's not the problem. The problem is the lack of backbones the companies have to say, excuse me, you do government, we'll flip hamburgers or whatever it is we do. Don't tell us what we have to do. Of course, the president had a meeting with Disney and I think Apple, to make sure that they comply with the order, I guess. I don't know. And I don't know where they stand on it yet. I haven't heard. But I suspect they'll be ordering their employees. Healthcare systems already in the country are being uh, having huge problems. One uh, health care institution that I know of has lost 80% of their employees, and they have now temporarily suspended any new people coming in to the hospital. How's that working out for them? I guess that's working out really well because it doesn't matter. It would be like CNN being concerned that they don't have any viewers. Why would MSNBC or CNN worry about that? They don't care about that. They are part of the state-run media. 
They are a part of the propaganda machine that is far more important to them that they continue to do the work of the government. And I guess we're going to have hospitals and doctors and others in the same situation. They're not going to have workers and there's no workers that are going to go there. I think we have already reached a critical mass of people that are willing to get vaccinated. So if they're willing to get the shot now, um, that's fine. But the unwilling are now, if you're unwilling to get the shot, you now have to uh, be mandated to get the shot against your constitutional rights to freedom. Do you understand this isn't an overreach of the government? There are a lot of things that have happened in the last seven months that could be considered overreaches by the government. This is not one of them. This is a direct violation to the Constitution of the United States. There was a meeting and a white paper written over the Supreme Court trying to do damage control that they aren't controlled by the government. They aren't a puppet of the government. Good luck with that, Supreme Court. Good luck with that. They don't want to be associated with one particular party. They said they are not a group of presidential appointees that we are feeling obligated to. Oh, really? Somehow, the Supreme Court, I suspect those justices have a very high level of intellect. One would believe that, right? Let me, let me just explain, because there's a point that they are missing here, that the American people, with all of their practical common sense, understand that the Supreme Court justices don't understand. And the fact that they don't understand it gives them the ability to say things like, no, it's, we're not about a particular party. Let's just think about this for a moment. The president of the United States appoints Supreme Court justices. It is not assumed by the average person, only by the Supreme Court justices themselves now. It is not assumed that because they're appointed by Obama or Biden or Clinton or Trump, that they therefore, they therefore, Vote the way that particular president votes. Let me just explain a little common sense to these incredible intellectual people. Let me just say this. You understand that most of the American people totally get the fact that you were appointed by a president that had a certain set of values, morals, honor, ethics. Whether they be far left or far right, 
Why would a person or a president or a leader in business hire somebody or appoint somebody that doesn't fit in with their underlying values and morals? It is insanity to believe anything differently. You are not going for or against a particular president that you that you got appointed by. You are going for and against a particular sense and a source of values and convictions that you held, not hold apparently, but held that aligned with the person that appointed you. And for some reason now, that is a problem. And that is a problem for the American people. Nothing else. The Bible says, be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. All right, it's 4 p.m. on Wall Street. Do you know where your money is? Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Good morning. Welcome back. Friday, September 17th. 17th of September, Friday. We're halfway through the first month of the last quarter. We are headed into earnings season. Did I say first quarter? Fourth quarter. Um, we are headed into third quarter earnings season. It's going to be interesting to watch, see how things look. Nobody's paying any attention to it, though. I find that rather odd, hard to believe. But nonetheless, all the futures are in negative territory this morning as they were uh, yesterday, with the exception of the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ managed to eke out just along uh, the flat line a little bit into positive territory. Uh, Dow and S&P both negative. By the way, oil is over $72 a barrel. So we continue to rise up. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this month or very in the middle of next month, we see Brent crude oil into uh, $80 a barrel. And unfortunately, West Texas Intermediate, not too far behind. A lot of this has to do with policies coming out of Washington. These are policies that no one seems to want to talk about. That is unfortunate and sad, but it is what it is, and we will talk about it regardless. The Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, is indicating that he is going to take a look at ethics rules and committee um, rules uh, that that uh, Fed presidents. Apparently, uh, there was at least um, 10 of them make, posting some pretty significant stock gains through a number of different stocks. Obviously, one would have to believe that that would be considered some sort of conflict. And uh, Jerome Powell has vowed to look into that and take a long, hard look at ethics rules and committees, uh, the committees involved in that in enforcing those rules. 
France is about as mad as France can get, which isn't very mad, by the way, but they're mad. Uh, They feel like the Biden administration has stabbed them in the back by going to try to cut some sort of submarine, nuclear submarine deal with Australia after they had made a deal and Australia canceled um, that um, that order, apparently, or at least that's the way it would seem. Uh, the $3 billion market, one one particular market in America is expected to increase. And this is a digital transformation or digital um, systems are looking at doubling. I don't agree with that. I disagree with that in a short period of time. But I do think there are some markets that will be close to doubling in the next five years. But look, um, I don't know if you watched the president's speech yesterday. It was extremely painful uh, to to watch. There were more lies than I could even imagine. The sad part about it is this is a president that doesn't even know he's lying. He started to pick apart the news I mean, the uh, tax system for the rich and famous, indicating that those taxes have to be, and he has vowed even this morning to uh, fight for higher taxes on the very wealthy because they don't pay any taxes. He neglects to understand, unfortunately, that the vast majority of these people don't have income. So if they don't have income, it's very difficult to pay income tax because there's very little to pay income on. He hasn't figured that out yet, but he will. And his advisors, as brilliant as they may be, will eventually figure that out as well and tell him, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's not just the income tax that we have problems with, Joe. We've got to at least triple or more capital gains tax. That's number one. We also have to look hard at reclassification of dividends coming out of stocks. We got to reclassify that. So if we are going to raise income tax dramatically on the rich, then we are going to have to make dividends earned income some way, shape, or form. So we're going to have to change all those rules. It is really difficult to watch somebody. You know, I felt much better about the lying of Bill Clinton and the lying of President Obama because at least you could admire the straight face that Satan had given them to lie even under oath without even so much as twitching. I guess you can admire that. But at least they knew for a fact they were lying. They understood the difference between right and wrong, even though they erred on the wrong side all the time. They understood that the wrong side all the time is not beneficial to the American people. They just didn't care. 
and they were free to lie about as blatant as one could lie. We have a president now that his handlers or his puppeteers are pulling the strings that are moving his mouth and he is lying and doesn't know. He doesn't realize it. He doesn't realize that he should have some basic understanding of some of the things that he is saying and doesn't so that he could discern whether those pulling the strings are even close to being right. But they don't care. He doesn't care, really. The idea and the goal is the utter destruction of America. They're doing a fine job of it. The question is, how long will it be before, well, now forget, I I almost said Republicans. How long will it be for the people to rise up, come to the realization, and also come to the realization, not only are they lying, but also come to the realization that these lies are going to be extremely harmful to to America. When you listen to Biden yesterday talk about the economy, I can't believe And I don't believe it's true because I refuse to believe it's true (laughs) that there was one person listening to that. And I'm talking about people on the far left, people that have no uh, desires or or intellectual desires to even try to understand the the underlying fundamentals of an economy or markets. These are people that are totally unfamiliar with that. And I still have to believe in my heart of hearts that they knew that he was lying, that they heard what he was saying about what he had done for the economy and realized that this guy's not even on the same planet as them. To say how wonderful of the economy was before it came into office, the only thing he said was right, and then go on to talk about how his system in the last seven months of making the economy even better has worked. I really, I was too angry to laugh because I'm just thinking... Are there people that could actually believe that that's true? Am I really, after some dissecting and analyzing that, realizing there can't be? There can't be. There can't be any people that could possibly believe that he was right. It is Rapid Fire Friday. Now's a good time to cue your call. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.